Tax Solutions Now is a complimentary referral service that connects callers to companies that provide tax services. Money matters. If you owe thousands in back taxes to the IRS, how much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I pay less than I owe. That's right. Money matters. So call Tax Solutions Now and get the IRS off your back. Since 2014, Tax Solutions Now has been a leader in the tax resolution industries. Remove wage garnishments, property liens, fines, and penalties. Qualify for the Fresh Start program or even uncollectible status. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I owed the IRS over $10,000. I paid a fraction of what I owed. Call now to reduce or even eliminate your back taxes. I called Tax Solutions Now and got the IRS off my back. Thanks. You saved us a ton of money. Money matters. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you? You call now and find out. Call 800-683-7377. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. We've got a great show coming up for you. Live sports are back, but some leagues are doing better dealing with the coronavirus than others. The bubble leagues seem to be doing great. However, Major League Baseball and college football still seem to have some issues. What's that mean for daily fantasy players and sports bettors? Well, I'm going to ask our guest coming up that exact question. You know him from Rotogrinders, scoresandodds.com, and heard him on SiriusXM. We're going to talk all things daily fantasy and sports betting with Dan Bach. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. weather is getting nicer here in Jersey, so grab your tablet and your cell and bring Party Poker with you. Why go to Atlantic City or Pennsylvania? Pay for gas, pay for parking, fight the crowds. You can play the same games online anywhere in the Garden State. If you're 21 and in New Jersey, go to nj.partypoker.com and sign up using promo code EXIT7A. You'll even get a first deposit match up to $1,000. Start playing and start winning some cash. Use promo code EXIT7A for great online poker action plus some bonus money with Party Poker at nj.partypoker.com. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. 
Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. Medicare Benefits Line is not connected with or endorsed by any government agency or the federal Medicare program. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to. These new Medicare Advantage plans may have many free new benefits including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits Line now. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. Live sports are coming back with some leagues more successful than others. What does this mean for fans of daily fantasy sports and sports betting? Well, that's what I want to ask our next guest. You know Dan Bach from Roto-Grinders. You know him from scoresandodds.com. And you also know him from SiriusXM. There's no better person to ask about this subject than Dan Bach, who is on the line with us right now. Dan, thanks for coming on. Hey, Dave. Thanks so much for having me. Love talking daily fantasy sports betting and you know, it's it's great with the uh, with sports back, and and now we can play these games. So uh, exciting times! Yeah, I gotta I ask you. You have a long history with daily fantasy sports, and you know the sports betting industry very well. I mean, you've seen the court cases, you saw the controversies that both these businesses have gone through. Has COVID, in your opinion, been the most challenging time for both these industries? I don't think so. Um, I think clearly the most challenging time, or certainly DFS and. Uh, I think it's kind of they've become the leaders in sports betting clearly goes back to when there was uh, a a big push to just kind of like get rid of daily fantasy sports. We saw New York uh, end up coming out with their attorney general opinion. A lot of other states followed suit. I mean, it was literally on the brink of this entire industry that was built from nothing to become, you know, a billion dollar industry with billion dollar companies and nearly went down in about 2016, and um, you know the the entire sports betting landscape very differently if that took place because FanDuel and DraftKings, the fact that they were able to uh, you know survive that, and you know their their businesses continued to move on, they branded themselves. I mean that's the main reason why they are the leaders right now in sports betting in this country. And if if that went the other way, if New York came out and said, nope, we're not going to change the law. We're not going to bring daily fantasy back. I think sports betting here in this country would look very different than it does right now. 
You know, for me, like a lot of people, Roto Grinders is the place to go for fantasy sports, and I and you're such an integral part of, of Roto Grinders. And I want to get your take on the industry itself right now. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people in the daily fantasy sports business and the sports betting business, and you know, they all acknowledge, you know, right now is a very tough time. But, you know, there's going to be a time when all the live sports comes back. And every person that I've talked to said when live sports comes back, that's going to be an incredible time for the industry. It's going to be an amazing time when all professional and college sports are going to be uh, being played. And it's just going to have a resurgence that this industry has never seen before. Okay, well, live sports are back. Has the return of live sports been what the daily fantasy sports companies were hoping for, or were they expecting too much when I was talking to them a couple months ago? Yeah, I, th- I think they're, it's kind of back to where it was and maybe even a little bit uh, greater than it was pre-COVID. And I think a, a, part of, a big part of that is certainly uh, we want something to entertain ourselves. And that's where daily fantasy is a great escape. And, you know, if you look at a lot of other sports like golf, for example, which didn't have nearly as, as long of uh, a hiatus, um, they ran, you know, first place million dollar tournaments in DFS golf for random tournaments that would never have had such a thing. So I think it's actually really given them a platform to expose different sports, different games um, that they wouldn't that people normally wouldn't have played. NASCAR is another example of that. They've had bigger pools than they've ever had for that. And then when MLB and, and NBA has come back, you look at uh, you know million dollar prize pools every single night. Things are rolling really, really well right yeah. now. So I think daily fantasy. It's an interesting stage though because you know you have your two big leaders in FanDuel and DraftKings, and the biggest difference we've seen is. You know, I, I think a lot of businesses are not trying to compete with them in terms of game style any longer. So now you've got things like monkey knife fight and uh, and prize picks and an underdog fantasy who are trying to get into this space, but they're doing it with, you know, player prop type games, which uh, still kind of fall into that fantasy definition, but uh, legal definition, but are very different than the games that FanDuel and DraftKings offer and and it's a smart move i mean those two have killed any sort of major competition that's come into uh, dfs and i think people finally wised up and said hey we need to get more creative in the type of uh, games that we're offering so you know that's kind of been exciting to see over the last uh you know year or so is to see some of these other companies start you know you know, raising capital and and uh and becoming more of a player in dfs but not necessarily a quote-unquote true competitor to FanDuel and DraftKings. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, a couple of weeks we had Bill Asher on from Monkey Knife Fight, and, you know, he took the time to make new partnerships to get approved in different states. He really used this shutdown in in a very effective way. I mean, in your opinion, did this shutdown reset the market when it comes to daily fantasy sports? Or, as you said, you know, it's going to be FanDuel and DraftKings and the traditional daily fantasy sports model and then everyone else, and did this pandemic give a chance for the smaller person to create new and different types of fantasy sports? I I think that they probably had that opportunity, whether COVID happened or not, simply because um, even though I don't know that they'll say they're not competing against FanDuel and DraftKings, I don't think they're competing for the same type of customers, FanDuel and DraftKings. I mean, basically a site like Monkey Knife Fight 
is you're you're playing against the house versus playing mm-hmm. against other people, which is uh, a huge difference. And I think there's a great market for it. And I think there's a um, definitely you know more upside potentially for them as operators um, to grow quicker because of that model. But uh, I also feel like you know FanDuel and DraftKings have a pretty good thing going right now, and I don't really see them making a pivot into that side of the business. So I think they're they're smart going the route that they did. But I also don't know that, you know, COVID really made too much of a difference for it. If anything, um, it gave them an opportunity to, like I say, raise some capital, make those partnerships. I just saw Monkey Knife Fight had one with uh, uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks come out just a couple of days ago. So, you know, there's a lot of movement there. And, you know, that site in particular is, is definitely trying to raise their, their national awareness, which is uh, something that, you know, a lot of, daily fantasy sites usually don't have the capital to do. So, you know, kudos to them for for being able to do that. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. In a market already crowded by a number of online options, PointsBet simply stands out. And if you still haven't signed up with PointsBet, now is the perfect time. So don't wait and sign up today. Awesome daily promos, odds boosters you won't find anywhere else, early payout promos, it's all at PointsBet.com. You can bet from anywhere in New Jersey using your mobile device. And don't forget to try your hand at points betting, where your potential winnings or losses from a bet aren't fixed, but variable right up until the end of the game. The more you're right, the more you win. And now PointsBet has a brand new offer for new customers. Just sign up using our promo code HOUSE, H-O-U-S-E, and you'll receive four risk-free bets up to $1,000. This is the largest welcome offer in the sports betting marketplace, and we do encourage new players to take advantage. And make sure you use our promo code HOUSE to get this special sign-up offer. That's promo code HOUSE, H-O-U-S-E. Bets you won't believe, moments you'll never forget. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to House of Cards. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're on. Welcome back to House of Cards Day Y Shuttle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Dan Bach from Rotor Grinders, Better Collective, and Sirius XM Radio. You know, since live sports started, it seems like the bubble leagues are doing the best, you know, that being the NHL and the NBA. I mean, the last couple of times I made a daily fa- uh, fantasy lineup for baseball, I had to replace all the players, and the games were postponed, and I kind of eventually stopped playing fantasy baseball until everything settled down. Are the fantasy players playing more NHL and NBA contests because those are the leagues doing better handling the safety procedures? Or, you know, is uh, it doesn't matter. People are still playing M- MLB even though there are some postponements and delays and things like that. 
Yeah, I think with DFS, the, the way the habits work of the daily fantasy player is you play with the games that have the biggest yeah. prize pools. And, you know, NHL right now, it's always been a niche sport. I think it's going to continue to be more of a fringe fantasy sport. The people who love it, love it. But it's hard to get casuals over because there's a lot of players that they can't pronounce their name. They don't know the game that well. But a sport like the NBA, which is, you know, especially now in this bubble, every game is seemingly on television. I mean, that's really the true driver, I think, is the the size of the actual contest. And then can you actually watch these contests? And that's one little issue with baseball is that you can't watch all the games because, you know, ESPN or MLB Network might be showing one game a night where NBA in this bubble, especially for the playoffs, it's it's amazing. Games start at one thirty and will go all the way until about 11, 12 o'clock at night, and you get to watch every single game. You get to sweat every single basket, every point, every assist. And I think that's what people like to do with Daily Fantasy. They love to have – a rooting interest in these games that are on their television are giving them, you know, a sweat. And I think the NBA more so than any other sport, it allows that. And then I also think like that's, that's why golf is definitely increased as well. Um, you could stream players in the, in the early rounds, the weekend action, you pretty much can watch golf all day. And I think that's a big part of the reason why that sport has really done well recently um, in DFS in terms of uh, rise in popularity. So uh, I think a lot of it has to do with, with where you can watch it and where you can sweat it, and there's nothing better than NBA. It's amazing how big golf has gotten for both daily fantasy and sports betting. I have never seen anything yeah. like this emergence of golf in both these industries. Yeah, and I think golf is just on the uh, the brink of taking off because, you know, especially when it comes down to sports betting, the the thing about golf, which is just set up so perfect for, is live betting. Because unlike, you know, the NBA where you have constant action, even the NFL, yeah, you get a couple of seconds in between plays. But for the most part, most part it's it's pretty, pretty quick. Golf, you've got a full two, three, four, sometimes five minutes in between shots where the sports book should be able to have the opportunity to set up new odds in terms of is the guy going to birdie the hole? Is he going to bogey the hole? Is he going to hit the fairway? I mean, there's a lot of betting options for golf that aren't even in existence right now. And I know the PGA Tour is, has made some partnerships. I know they're in with, with DraftKings, and we're seeing more of that marketing within the broadcast. And I know like they, they realize that – you know, fan engagement is just going to drive more people to their sport, and there's really nothing more engaging than sports betting. So they're bullish on it as an organization, and, you know, I can't really wait to see that kind of even grow more. I mean, I think the the awesome thing is going to be the first time that you can actually stream, you know, the golf match on your sports betting app like you can do with tennis i know up in europe that's a very popular thing soccer they have that set up i think with golf with live betting to be able to like bet right on your app while you're watching it is just going to be a huge money maker we're probably like a couple of years away from that actually happening but uh, i think it's going to happen and i think it, it could really change the way that uh, people consume that sport and uh, and i'm excited to see it now, recently, an issue has come to light that has to do with taxing daily fantasy sports companies. A memo from the Internal Revenue Service stated that the federal 
excise tax that applies to sports betting also should apply to daily fantasy sports. It's just a memo right now. There's nothing moving legislatively. But what could something like this do to the daily fantasy sports industry? Yeah, this would be something that wouldn't be good because <laughs> uh, from my you know non-legal angle, but I read about this stuff all the time, this isn't just like an extra tax on, on profits for FanDuel and DraftKings. This is something where they would have to be paying taxes on all the entry fees that these players pay in. And you're talking hundreds of millions, potentially billions of dollars uh, that people are putting on these sites that would suddenly be taxed that currently there is no tax associated with. And that is a lot of money. So typically the rake on a contest is anywhere from, you know, 10% to 15%. And on the higher end, it can get up to 20. And I mean, there's going to be a massive trickle down to the player if this happens. It's already very difficult to be a profitable daily fantasy player. But if the rake gets over 20% because these sites have to pay this extra fee, this extra uh, tax, um, it's it's going to hurt as a player. I don't think it's going to destroy the industry by any measure, but I definitely think it's going to be something that's passed along. And as somebody who plays the game, you know, I'm certainly uh, worried about it. But, you know, listening to to Jason Robbins you know, talk about this uh, just the other day, you know, it seems like they're ready to fight it. But, I mean, this whole thing, though, just reeks. Like, <laughs> I don't really – I don't understand it because – Daily fantasy isn't new. Like if this yeah, if this yeah. memo came out in 2016 when FanDuel and DraftKings were on every commercial and the, the AGs came out and said, we don't know what this is, we think it's gambling, and then they came out with this memo, it would have made sense. But DFS has been around, has been taxed both by the players and the operators for over 10 years. And just conveniently, conveniently right now, this memo comes out. It also happened to come out on the day of DraftKings earnings. Um, I think there's greater political motivations behind it. Uh, obviously, just my opinion, no, <laughs> nothing to back it up. But it's clear what's happening is FanDuel and DraftKings are dominating the sports betting market. And you've got a lot of casino operators who are not happy about it. Who They looked at this as, this is our opportunity to become leaders, but they were beaten to the punch because FanDuel and DraftKings were able to brand themselves through Daily Fantasy, and they're upset about it. And uh, it wouldn't shock me one bit if, you know, that's part of the reason that this IRS memo came down, because the timing of it is really, really strange. How much of a chilling effect could that have on the growth of Daily Fantasy Sports? I mean, we were just talking about Monkey Knife Fight. I mean, they're a new player in this field. Certainly, DraftKings and Fandle could absorb some some of this tax and things like that. But how about these new companies emerging? How much of a chilling effect could this have? You know, I actually think it's a it's not a killer for those type of sites, mainly because the way they operate games is so much different than the way FanDuel and DraftKings does. Because again, they're they're kind of house based prop games as opposed to uh, you know pooled contests like FanDuel and DraftKings do. I mean, Monkey Knife Fight is not drawing you know three million dollars in one sort of game there, you know, they don't have that sort of liability and either does DraftKings, but DraftKings does collect $3 million to go towards one particular contest. And suddenly you've got to be paying on that $3 million. So I, I think this is something that, 
you know, the, the smaller sites actually, it's not going to hurt them nearly as much because again, I think they've got, um, a, a, I don't say bigger edge, but, um, the, the way that it's set up, I think they can be a little bit more profitable with them, you know, being house banked games, but they're not dealing with the, with the lower margins that FanDuel and DraftKings are. So, uh, I think they'll be okay. I don't think it really hurts them. This is, in, in my estimation, something that's clearly pointed at the two big players who have, you know, upwards of a billion dollars on their site in a single year and, uh, and know that, like, that's, that's a, that's a hit to those guys. And, and I think in terms of like the growth of the industry, I definitely think it would hurt because the one thing is, you know, as rate goes up, the, the ability to become a profitable player and, and win goes down. And we've seen the stats already show most people lose in DFS. That's nothing new, but in the handful of games that are out there that, you know, have decent rate that you can grind profits, um, that's going to be even tougher. So I could see certainly people getting frustrated, losing their money faster and saying, heck, I'm done with this. And, you know, I think the real question then comes is, you know, what what effect does sports betting have on DFS? And, you know, that's that's a that's an interesting conversation in its own right. OK, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. When it comes to online sports betting, PlaySugarHouse.com offers players one of the best experiences in the state of New Jersey. PlaySugarHouse.com offers millions of betting options on the sports you love. They offer live in-game betting on sporting events worldwide, money line bets, point spreads, prop bets, play-by-play bets, and many more. All at PlaySugarHouse.com, your new home for sports betting in New Jersey. Take advantage of one of their 12 easy deposit methods to get in on all the action. And now when you sign up at PlaySugarHouse.com using our promo code HOUSE, they'll match your first deposit up to $250. More bets, better odds at PlaySugarHouse.com. Sign up today at PlaySugarHouse.com and don't forget to use our promo code HOUSE to take advantage of their first deposit match up to $250. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-757-1255. 800-757-1255. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-757-1255. 800-757-1255. That's 800-757-1255. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? 
You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of August 31st, 2020. Wynn Resorts has very quietly gone live with an online casino and an online sportsbook in New Jersey. In order to be licensed in New Jersey, Wynn struck a deal with Caesars Entertainment in order to launch in the Garden State with its online casino. This is new for Wynn since its only other online presence is a sportsbook in Nevada and an app which has free-to-play mobile slots. The Kentucky Lottery has launched a new game based on live horse racing. The game, called Win, Place, and Show and created by Equilottery Games, allows the player to purchase a ticket with randomly selected horses from a particular race. Cash prizes are determined by the sales of the day, the race, and the order of the horses that finish the race. And finally, businesses around the country are feeling the effect of a coin shortage, and casinos in Nevada that have coin-operated slots are really feeling the pinch. One of those casinos is the El Cortez in Vegas. In July, the property ordered $30,000 in quarters from the bank, but only $500 in quarters were delivered. The casino has since removed a 5% fee from its coin counting machines to help with keeping more coins on the property. We are living in weird times. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishadow with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Dan Bach from Rotor Grinders, Better Collective, and Sirius XM Radio. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. It, it seems like, once again, people are twisting daily fantasy together with gambling. But, it, I mean, you have a perspective where you know the both industries very well. I mean, I know people who play daily fantasy who don't sports bet. I know people who sports bet who don't play daily fantasy. Should these two entities be treated as two separate entities instead of mixing them up into one overarching gambling theme? 
Yeah, I personally think they should, because I do think there's something to be said, peer versus peer versus, uh, you know, peer versus house. And that's that's the biggest difference, especially for the mainstream sites like FanDuel and DraftKings, where I'm not competing against DraftKings. I'm competing against the 150,000 other people who are playing in this same contest against me or the one other person I'm playing in a head-to-head contest or nine other people I'm playing in a 10-man contest. I view that very differently than you know, making a wager and not that there's not both skill based because they absolutely are. There's no question about it. But I've always gone back to this point is if I randomly, if I totally at random decided to pick a daily fantasy team, close my eyes, picked players and then entered it into a contest, there is more than likely a I'd say like a 95% chance that that team is going to finish in the in the bottom 1%. If everything was selected at complete random, where if I make a sports betting pick completely at random, you know, over the course of uh, enough bets, that's going to land at about 45% because the the, the way that these uh, these lines are set up, they're so efficient. So I think like the skill aspect of DFS is – has been proven over time that there are extremely skillful players who make a lot of money, who put in a lot of time and can beat their opponents. And yeah, there's people who can beat sports betting. There's no question about it. But you're also talking about, again, a smaller number. And um, it, it, the, the, the lines are just so efficient that, again, if, if I did a random picking of DFS, could I win 45% of my contest, even if it was like a 50-50 type game? There's no chance of that. So for me, I view them incredibly different. And I think that's one thing that, you know, I think a lot of people who are in sports betting look at it and say, uh, it's, it's, it's gambling. You're putting money in, you're getting money out. That means it's gambling. But the skill aspect, and I'm not saying that betting's not skillful. I'm just saying that, that it's very different with DFS than it is with sports betting. And, and that's really why I view them in, in different lights. You know, speaking of sports betting, you're part of a great website called scoresandodds.com. Can you tell us something about that and what people can expect when they go there? Yeah, scoresandodds.com is, uh, is a site that, you know, we inherited when we um, were purchased by Better Collective, I don't know, about a year and a half ago, it seems. And, and we've been putting in a lot of work behind the scenes. It's kind of been a legacy site that's been around for a while, I know a lot of people who have been in sports betting and gambling for years. I'm talking, you know, 10 plus years uh, have, have been using this site. And we're pretty excited because it's got a huge audience behind it. And, you know, I don't want to give too much away because <laughs> nothing's been launched yet. But we, we definitely have a few products that we're going to be rolling out here in the coming uh, weeks and months that uh, is going to be very new to the user over there. And it, it, the, the, the one thing, the, the first product I think we're going to roll out, uh, I'm really pumped about because, you know, from a DFS perspective and, and working at Roto Grinders, it's, I think, part of the fun of playing DFS is you know, doing the research and building your own lineup. You know, obviously, at the end of the day with, with DFS, I can give you information, but it's, it's still up to you to kind of decide what you want to do. Um, and, you know, which players you want to play. You still have to build that team. We're embedding it's really black and white. You're either right or you're wrong. There's no kind of middle ground. Like, I can give you good picks in DFS, and you can still build a bad lineup. Um, so what we're looking to do on scores and odds 
is do something similar to that, where we want to give people the tools um, to be able to make the decision on their own. You know, I think ultimately you're going to see more and more, you know, pick sales as well. But, you know, our first iteration, our first product is, is something that I think is very different. You don't see a lot of it in the market. And it's more or less, you know, helping you make that decision in terms of which way you want to make a bet rather than telling you this is the bet you need to make. So uh, be on the lookout for that. We're working hard on it. Hopefully we can have it by football season. But um, I, I just love that it's, it's a very big departure from what you currently see in the world of sports betting. So uh, that should be on the way at scoresandodds.com. You know, I want to get your take on one of the uh, big topics that sports bettors are dealing with now, and that's what's going on in college football. I know some conferences have decided not to play. How does that affect the other conferences and their decisions on whether to go forward with the season? It's college is fascinating. I am a huge college football fan, probably more passionate about that than I am any other sport. And, you know, it's sizing up to have a lot of unknowns here. I mean, it potentially could be we have no football. It could potentially be we have football in the fall and the spring. It could be we just have football in the spring. We just have football in the fall. Honestly, the best scenario would be as if we had a fall season and a spring season. That would be an amazing scenario for the sports books, for the daily fantasy sites, if they could bring college football and and the betting and the, the fantasy that goes along with it and run it from September all the way through uh, March or, or April, whenever that season would end. That would give them a much longer runway. And honestly, I think that would be a, a, a boon to the operators. I think they would uh, they would love to see something like that because as long as there's games to be played, there's going to be handle. You know, as long as people can watch games on television, they're going to bet it, they're going to play fantasy. Um, now, the, the real question, you know, I think is if this fall season doesn't go or it gets cut short, um, what happens there? Because, you know, college football is, I believe, number two behind the NFL in terms of, you know, money bet. Are suddenly all those people who are betting on Saturdays just going to roll it into Sundays? I don't really think so. And I think it's probably too short a notice for the NFL to kind of jump in and take a lot of those Saturday dates which they certainly would love to do. Um, so I think that that is the one thing that the sports books are not looking forward to would be if college football doesn't happen, because I definitely think they would take a hit on it. Fantasy, not nearly as much. There's a lot of states out there like New York and Massachusetts and Tennessee where, you know, when, when it was uh, do or die time with CFS <laughs> and they needed to get these laws passed, uh, they had to basically give up college sports. That was kind of part of the deal. So you can't play fantasy in nearly as many sports uh, with college sports as, as you can uh, the professional games. So I don't think it has a, too much of an effect from a fantasy perspective, but sports betting would be huge. And, you know, as, uh, as somebody who, who loves it and, and being selfish, I love to see two seasons worth um, – but I still think it could go a lot of different ways. I know we're only about a month away from things starting up, but uh, it's just kind of the times we live in. So uh, I'm crossing my fingers. We get both fall and spring football. 
the first thing I thought of, you know, I'm sitting here in New Jersey, and we have a rule where you can't place a bet on colleges or universities in your state. And, you know, I've talked to uh, gaming officials in Iowa and Mississippi and West Virginia, and, and they said, you know, we don't have that rule because we have no pro sports. And, you know, betting on our college teams is a big business for our sports betting industry. What do you think will happen to those states if there is no fall football, can they survive, you know, or make up the money through spring college football? Yeah, I mean, everybody's going to survive. I don't see anybody yeah. going broke with no college football, um, their, their sports books for that matter, especially because NFL is still going to exist. That is the uh, the big elephant in the room. That's, that's going to push the greatest amount of volume. Now, if there was no NFL and no <laughs> college football, that's a, that's a super scary scenario for everyone. I don't even want to think about it. This gives it starts scratching and itching, you know, just in the thought of there being no football this fall. And and I don't really see that happening. I think what we've seen with baseball and golf, where you've actually had a situation where, hey, golfers have tested positive for COVID. They've moved on. Uh, MMA fighters test positive for COVID. Guess what? They're not fighting, but guess the, the, the train rolls on. Uh, baseball. Yeah. You know what? We had to sideline some teams for uh, for a handful of games, but the season goes on. I think it would have to be a huge outbreak for this to slow down the NFL. Um, I think they want to go on. I think the testing procedures they have in place are good, and I think they're only going to get better. I mean, if, if what we're hearing about these saliva tests, quick response, you know, have your answer in, in, in 30 minutes to an hour – I mean, if, if that actually happens, that's going to be huge for all sports. Now, obviously, that's going to be quite an expense, but to be able to have tests daily that you can get quick results, I think that's really, you know, going to be something that will ensure that we continue to see sports because if somebody doesn't have it, you know, as a player, they should be able to play. And I think that you know, that's the key here. Fans, that's a totally different story. I don't think we're going to see fans anytime soon. Uh, but I do think, you know, these leagues, you know, they've got a lot of money riding on this. The players themselves have a lot of money riding on this. Obviously, the professional ones, they want to play these games. They want to get those million-dollar-plus paychecks. So um, I think everybody's just got to be a little bit more responsible. And, uh, and so far, so good in training camp, but uh, still a long way to go. In terms of college football, I am fascinated to see if Nebraska and Ohio State pulls away from their conferences and plays anyway. Do you, have you gotten any information on teams within a conference that has canceled their schedule going off the reservation and playing wherever they want to play? Yeah, I have. You know, there was some speculation on Twitter, you know, unverified sources saying that those schools were going to try and break off and do their own five, uh, you know, five team thing. That would be very surprising to see them break ranks. I, I honestly think the Big Ten did it wrong. I think the Big Ten should have probably not done it by conference and done it by school and said, hey, if if you don't want to play, you don't have to play. But if there's a school that would like to play, we're going to we're going to go continue on and you know that's the biggest thing and and for me i feel like people should be given choices on these things and there's a lot of college football players who were not given a choice in this situation anybody in their right should be able to say i'm uncomfortable i don't want to play but what about those people who are comfortable and do want to play 
Um, they have a lot to gain, a lot to lose by not playing. And, uh, and I feel like there was almost too great of an, an assumption that it was going to happen. And then the Big Ten and, and the, and the Pac-12 said, hey, you know, we're not going to play. And I think it kind of blindsided a lot of the players there. Uh, I'll be interested to see if players start transferring. I, I don't know that that's going to start happening. But I also don't know that we're going to see a spring football season. Uh, selfishly, again, I'd love to see it. But, you know, you, you bring in the dynamics of amateurism. You bring in the dynamics of, you know, students on campus. And, and for me, that's kind of always been the thing that I, I didn't quite understand is, so you're, you're not worried about COVID, but you're having kids on campus. Um, but it's not okay for them to play football when ultimately you're going to have people in dorm rooms. You're going to have people in classes. You're going to have people obviously going out and, and, and socializing, but you know, football where you have these people who are constantly being tests, who are on a set schedule, um, you, you can't continue with that. I, I don't quite get it. And then this, this talk about, Hey, this is this is about we don't know what the future has in, in store with this with this disease. Like there there might be heart issues. Well, you just said you want to play in the spring. Are we suddenly <laughs> going to have all those answers come January or February? No, we're not. So I, I hate that argument that there's too many unknowns from a medical side of things for us to play now when they agreed that we want to play in the, in, in, in the spring or the, the, the late winter time or early or late winter time. It doesn't make any sense. That argument holds no water because there's zero chance we're going to have, you know, long-term data on the effects of COVID come January and February. We're not. Okay. Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Borgata made history by becoming the first Atlantic City casino to offer land-based sports betting. Now, one year later, Borgata adds to its history by launching its own online sports betting platform, BorgataSports.com. BorgataSports.com players can enjoy the same range of sports bets currently offered at Borgata's land-based sportsbook, the new Moneyline Bar and Book. You'll find straight bets, parlay bets, live in-game betting, and much, much more at BorgataSports.com. And now when you sign up at BorgataSports.com using our promo code HOUSE, that's H-O-U-S-E, you get a risk-free bet up to $300 and 20 bonus dollars at BorgataCasino.com. Borgata has made history again with BorgataSports.com. Sign up today with promo code HOUSE and get your risk-free bet up to $300 and your $20 bonus money at BorgataCasino.com. Your favorite casino is now your favorite sportsbook. Available anywhere in New Jersey. BorgataSports.com. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. Ooh. 
six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them, in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. You're listening to House of Cards. The answer is probably, uh, we're finished. What, we're what, given, what are the odds? One in a hundred? What, what? Uh, I don't do odds. We would... I gave very you detailed... You sir. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you here. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Dan Bach from Rotor Grinders, Better Collective, and Sirius XM Radio. Well, as you said, we're coming up on the NFL season. Uh, have you heard of any way daily fantasy or sports betting companies are approaching the NFL season? Are they doing anything differently? I mean, I, I have friends who play season-long fantasy who, are, who aren't playing this year because they didn't think the season's going to last, which I think is a bit ex- extreme. But are companies approaching this NFL season any different? And what can customers expect from these companies? Yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be too much different because especially from daily perspective, you know, they can be very fluid with what they do because it is a weekly type of, of contest. So if you're playing week one or you're playing Monday night football, or you're playing Thursday night football, you know, if there's schedule changes, you can accommodate those things. Uh, it's funny, one of my season long leagues, it's a, it's kind of a keeper league. And, uh, I think that's where you're going to see, you know, the, the, the biggest, kind of uh, changes potentially because even my league they came out to me and said uh, yeah like let's just put this season on hold and just do redraft for this year forget about keepers it's going to be a crazy year anyway let's just do something different with it and uh and this is a league that's been in existence for 20 some odd years so for them to kind of be having this attitude they can't be alone on it and then you know the the big season long NFL 
uh, fantasy contests, you know, what you're going to miss out on is a lot of these Vegas drafts. You know, a lot of people are going out to Vegas to draft in person, and that has a huge trickle down even into sports betting, which is something I want to I want to talk about here in a minute. But I, I do think like a lot of these big season long drafts, which typically are done in person, obviously aren't going to be happening. But you know, I think an interesting effect here is uh, I think it was the Circus Sports. They have their season-long handicapping contest uh, out in Nevada. $3 million, I think, is the total prize pool. And right now, you know, we're, you know, um, less than a month away, and there's like $2.5 million in overlay in this contest. And I think those contests, like that and the Super Contest, uh, have the most to lose here because those contests require you to sign up in person. And they got a lot of those signups by people who were going on vacation in Las Vegas or coming in for fantasy drafts or coming in for conferences. People aren't doing those things now. You know, people are not traveling to Las Vegas. And are they really willing to travel to Las Vegas just to, you know, get their entry into uh, a sports betting contest? If there's two and a half million dollars of overlay, Darn right I'm jumping on that plane. I don't think there will be, but there certainly will be a lot. And I think like that contest in particular is one that uh, if you're a value hunter, you live out in the West Coast, you should keep your eye on because it wouldn't shock me one bit if there's like, you know, upper six figures, maybe even seven figures of overlay in a contest that requires in-person registration. And also I think only has a limit of like five uh, five entries per person. So it's not like somebody can go in and, and get a hundred of them. So uh, that's something to keep your eye on to see what's going to happen here in the coming weeks. And it could be good value for people who can, who can get out there. Dan, we're running out of time, but can you give out your social media address and your website so people can follow along with what you're doing? Absolutely. You know, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Dan underscore Bach. You spell it B-A-C-K, I know it's a little backwards, but uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, really active over there, and uh, rotogrinders.com, if you're into DFS or you want to try it this fall, uh, I'll tell you what, we the, the largest community, the longest running content site you know, out there, and then of course, scoresandodds.com is, uh, is a great resource for you, odds comparison, uh, up to the minute scoring, play by play, and uh, and doing a lot of exciting, you know, new sports betting projects are going to be landing over there. So you can find me in those three places, and uh, and just really excited to kind of have some football here this fall in a couple weeks. Absolutely, Dan Bach from Roto Grinder, ScoresAndOdds dot com, SiriusXM Radio, and Better Collective. Thanks so much for coming on and giving us your take on what's going on in the world of daily fantasy and sports betting. Seriously, man, come back soon and keep us filled in because this is some great information. Dave, anytime. Really enjoyed the conversation, and uh, you be safe out there. Well, that'll do it for us this week. I'll see you next time on House of Cards.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.